Hello and welcome to show number 179 of The Happiest Plate on Earth. I'm Christy, along with Wendy and Ryan. We welcome you to our table where the special of the day is always Disney food. And one of the real joys of this holiday season is the opportunity to say thank you to all of our listeners and wish you the very best new year. great i love that yes so merry christmas <gasps> merry christmas merry christmas yeah i hope you guys had a, a wonderful christmas yes oh wow it was fantastic i hope y'all was too <laughs> it, it, it is uh actually my uh youngest and my parents came down and they're spending uh, part of christmas with us so that's very nice cool and um yeah and i know ryan you're packing so Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that's very exciting. We thought that there's just been a few news bites that have come out that we thought would be um, pretty good to talk about. I know a couple of them will be um, exciting for some people because they've been waiting for this for, well, really since kind of COVID. Uh, so we'll go ahead and get into those. So one of the first ones is, of course, like I just said, experiences have be, um, begun returning in phases. Oh, we're so happy that those character interactions are back. Um, buffets, unfortunately, they switched to family style or prefix meals instead, which I don't know. But there's some of them that I kind of enjoyed having that switch back. Switch yeah, to the I, I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing. But right. No, I don't like buffets. Y'all know that. Well, then you might not be super excited about this. Uh, now, one of the very popular Disney World character restaurants is switching back to buffet, and that's Chef Mickey's. It will switch back to buffet service once again, beginning on March 1st of 2023. So an update was recently posted on Chef Mickey's page on the Disney World website. And this fan favorite, of course, was doing the family style meals, which like Wendy said, she preferred. But now that's all going back to status quo next year. But so if you've made reservations from now to February 28th, you'll still be doing the family style dining. And like I said, the buffet will return on March 1st. So... Okay. I actually we... thought it already had. So when I saw the news, I'm like, oh, oh. okay. Uh, all right. right. I guess we, I was ahead of my time. We see where Chef Mickey's is on the dining yeah, spot for Ryan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was about to say the same thing. It would have to bother me if I went there, but mm -hmm. I don't. So yeah. we're all good. I do know a lot of people love it. Oh, absolutely. I'm not trying to be yeah. a hater of it. I no. just, it's not for me. So I really liked their offerings during the family style. Yeah. Uh, yes. We go there once, but, uh, you know, it's just like we said, it's a fan favorite. It's just a, the one, you know, one of the original hotels. It's the Fab Five, some of the, most of the time. And, you know, there's just tater tots galore. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of character dining, we have some more good news, especially for our princess-focused uh, folks. So as of now, the only character meal featuring Disney princesses, as we know, is the Akersus Royal Banquet Hall at Epcot. That's all changing soon because characters are returning to Cinderella's Royal Table in the Magic Kingdom. So character dining has slowly been bouncing back since the reopening. And now we can add Cinderella's Royal Table to the list. 
So Disney princesses will return to this Magic Kingdom table service spot on February 28th. So I believe as of right now, you get to see Cinderella as you're coming in and say hello. And maybe she pops in and says hi to everybody. But that's been about it, correct? Yes, that's my understanding. Yes. And so now we're going to have the parade of princesses. And that's great. Yeah, that's a, that's obviously a really special meal for mm-hmm. a lot of folks. So I'm, I'm glad that's coming back. Yeah. And we'll have to monitor since these are like Chef Mickey's returning to buffet and then adding the princesses back at Cinderella's Royal Table, because that most likely will mean there's going to be a price increase because they did bring it down mm-hmm. when they didn't have that character interaction. Ah. So we'll make sure that we keep everybody posted when they release what those new pricing will be. Right. And so that people, I'm glad you said that, Christy, so that people won't think, oh, Disney's raising the price of everything right. again. Because they did drop it. I mean, it was not a significant amount of money, but they did drop it. They so. did. Yeah. Something that I'm really excited about, y'all, is a new restaurant, table service restaurant, going to be the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. It is coming to Toy Story Land, also known as Andy's Backyard over there at Disney's Hollywood Studios. All right. It had an original opening date of 2020 and then in 2022. But now we know it will be officially open in the spring of 2023. I really didn't even know there was talk about it in 2020. I always mm-hmm. wondered why there wasn't a table service restaurant yeah. over there. So needed. I, I, I had clients wanting to book it bef- in, in 2020 thinking that it was open. So, I mean, there was definitely buzz about it back then. Okay. Well, maybe I just forgot. I did sleep since then. (laughs) All right. The Roundup Rodeo Barbecue will take our guests on a rootin' tootin' Disney experience in a new place area, the Rodeo Arena. It's created by Andy himself. And Andy has taken some of his favorite games and play sets to create the scene with both Western toys and other items like blocks and lights and cardboard cutouts and so much more coming together to make a bright and colorful mashup atmosphere. I'm very excited about this happening. This place looks insane. It does. <laughs> yeah, they released more of the concept, well, actually not even concept art, actually what it is because they've done a lot of construction inside. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. it does. It looks pretty interesting. I wonder if they'll have things on the table you know like cracker barrel has that yeah. pyramid thing oh yeah so yes. i wonder if they'll have like a barrel of monkeys or yeah, yeah. connect four boy i don't know i mean it it's certainly my kind of food and mm-hmm. i'm excited about the theme but the overall look at this place <laughs> i i i think this this would be a pretty intense dinner yes i think so but, but I'm that's like, okay that's yeah. all right I mean, I know that it'll be a highlight for a lot of people. I think, unfortunately, I was kind of hoping maybe there would be some characters in there, but I understand yeah. that maybe that's just not the the right setting for it. But it would just be nice to have a different set of characters to have people come and dine with. Right, right. Very nice. You could have the uh, army men be your servers. Oh, that would be so much fun. <laughs> one time I was videoing with, I had one of those little like micro cameras on the gimbal yeah. and I was videotaping the parade and I was right on the curb and the um, green army men were coming by playing the drums. And one of them walked right over to me and he got right up in the camera and he's like, that's a cool little toy. (laughs) So I think that you're right. That would be fun to have. And I wouldn't want, let's see. I think, I don't think I'd want Mrs. Potato Head. She would probably just give you too much food. 
to wait on you. Oh. Yeah, to wait on you. I'm just thinking, like, who would be the best <laughs> to wait oh, on you there? That's true. Yeah, that's true. Not the barrel of monkeys swinging from the <laughs> swinging from the rafters, giving right. you your food. Or no? Slinky. Yes, I like. I think I like Slinky. They could do yeah. some creepy ones too, like the monkey with the symbols. <laughs> well, and you know that the silverware there has to be a Forky in there. <laughs> that would be oh weird. My gosh. <laughs> Eating off of. Oh. Forky. <laughs> okay, too far. I've taken oh, yeah. it too far. You did. Oh. you did. Well, hey, another thing that's coming up really soon, the Epcot International Festival of the Arts will be here before we know it, and we're already looking forward to indulging in the beautiful and tasty eats at the food booths around the park. I know I get to go to this every year with our uh, meetings down there, and it's always a lot of fun. The 2023 Epcot International Festival of the Arts runs from January 13th through February 20th of 2023. There's a couple new food booths this year, including a figment-themed one, Christy's favorite. Disney revealed a few of the menu items that will be at each booth, but please note that this is not the full menu. I'm sure we'll talk about that when those come out. Mm -hmm. But for now, we thought we'd give you a quick review to help you get your planning started. So the first is the artist table, and this is going to feature meatloaf, dumplings, and hummingbird cakes. So a few light offerings for a hot day in the, in the park. <laughs> Thankfully, when this festival happens, it, it yeah, tends it won't be to hot. be a little that, chilly. That's, that's true. So we can yeah. get away with some of those heavier things. Yeah. I, I love hummingbird cake. That's my request every year for my birthday. Nice. It's, just, it's, it's super good. Anyway, the Craftsman Courtyard is going to have beef wellington and roasted mussels. Deco Delights is going to have orange mousse with lemon cake and raspberry meringue. The Deconstructed Dish, this is always one of my favorites mm -hmm. of this festival, is going to have a key, deconstructed key lime pie, flexible key lime curd, key lime mousse, and graham cracker cake and meringues. A deconstructed BLT, which I always think is fabulous. I know I'm getting this. And then the deconstructed French onion soup, which I've never had. I'm not sure how you deconstruct soup. Well, it's kind of messy. I was about to say. <laughs> Might get everywhere. The El Artista uh, Hambriento is going to have carne asada and coconut flan. The refreshment port near Canada, they're going to have poutine. And they're going to have that artist palette jumbo chocolate chip cookie that we've seen at past yeah. festivals. Wendy, did you ever get a chance to eat one of those? The jumbo palette? Yeah. We didn't get it. I haven't either. I mean, how many times have we been to this festival and we haven't tried this one? It's so funny. And and I've, you know, they're at like every other yeah. booth. <laughs> we yeah. All right. So well, we're doing it. it this year, folks. Okay. And I know All that right. they'll have the um, wonderful walk of colorful yeah. cuisine. Yes. And. Yeah, and the nice thing about that is that it's not all desserts. Right. Yes. So it's it's really kind of the the best of the best as far as the presentation. So that's the nice one about that particular stroll. And usually the cookie is the treat at the end of it. I just don't ever seem to finish the stroll. It's, yeah. So I don't ever get all my stamps. I could go buy one, but we just haven't. We just have it. All right. So Christy's favorite figment inspired station over at the Odyssey with art food and little sparks of magic. They're going to have a pop and art sugar cookie with blueberry filling, a fruit pizza and rainbow cake. 
Over at the Gourmet Landscapes, there is a blood orange braised beet tartare with mustard vinaigrette, pickled clamshell mushrooms, and golden wild mushroom risotto. At the Painted Panda, you can get General Sal's chicken samurai, chumai, and char stew pork buns, a bubble tea, and Chinese-inspired cocktails. And over at the Pastoral Palette, it's red wine braised beef short ribs and wild boar cassoulet. Um, Pop Eats has got, of course, that almond flangia pancake layered with raspberry jam and uh, uh, Belgian chocolate, tomato soup and grilled cheese. And everybody loves those tomato soup and grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. And uh, lastly, for me, the refreshment outpost will have the plant-based bratwurst and the Artist Palette Jumbo Chocolate Chip Cookie. So you can get that cookie at several places, we know yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Over at uh, Goshiki, they have the fan favorite sushi donut, which is always, it's presented beautifully. Yep. And I know it's a lot cool. of people really enjoy it. They're also going to have a uh, Daifuku Mochi and Sake, of course. At Les Art de Cuisine Francais, we're going to have Warm Brie in a Bread Bowl. Black Winter Truffle Croissants, everybody's favorite because it comes in many different iterations for each festival, (laughs) a frozen French martini, and then some French wine as well. Please, 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 France, have a separate line for the stupid martini. So true, so true. You can't get the the other food items because the line's always too long. Yep. They do. They need so to have an express lane. I, like, I sound like an old crabby man, don't no, I? No, it's a very reasonable <laughs> suggestion uh, it, it, because you do want to try a lot of these, but yeah. you don't want to stand in that line. It, that it's, line is it's the, the longest. same thing for yeah. me with, with the stuff, like with the figment popcorn buckets and stuff. Uh-huh. Why in the world do they not have 10 dedicated lines yeah. around the parks for that? Yep. Like, they could they could even sell more than they do. I think so. And just sticking it at one random place. I don't know. It it doesn't make sense logistically for for me. No, I agree with you. Uh, maybe one day. Maybe, you know, because they listen so intently to our they, show. They do. Yes. yes. Yep. They take our suggestions to heart. Okay, over in Italy, we're going to have Le Arte de Mangiare. <laughs> and they're going to have fried mozzarella and ravioli. Now, uh, It'll take a lot to convince us to stop at this booth. That's true. So we'll have to kind of wait and see. It'll have to be worth the price. It will be. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, A new booth, uh, Moderne, which will have pan-seared scallops with vanilla butternut squash puree, brown butter cauliflower puree, and lime foam. They're going to have compressed watermelon and a soft shell crab. Uh, We'll leave that alone. (laughs) <laughs> I will probably not have that. We'll see. Yeah, let's. I, I wonder what it's going to look like. So, going to look like a crab. True, but I wonder. I mean, that's a lot of soft crabs to yeah. push out. Yep. So, 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 what is what is the product actually going to look like? Exactly. That's what I'm wondering yep. too. Will it just be half of one? So, it's <sighs> interesting. What's wrong? One, you have you ever had soft crab? No. I don't have, think so. Ryan, have you? Yes, I have. Yeah. It's well, it's really funny because sometimes when you eat it on a sandwich, it's great because their uh, actual, their legs like tickle your face. 
<laughs> I think Wendy just passed out. I think so. If you'd like to hear more of our show, <laughs> you can hear it on All Things Podcast. Oh my God, while I die. I know there are some soft crab fans out there, especially when they fry them, deep fry them. All right, well, let's sure. move on over to the Tangerine Cafe flavors of the Medina. They're going to have grilled house-made crispy almond phyllo pockets. And a drink they're going to feature is a chai tea mint mimosa. So both oh, of those sound great really to me. Good. Yes. Uh-huh. At Vibrante e Vivido, which is Encanto Cocina, they're going to have chorizo and potato and banana with turmeric aioli and annatto aioli. And they're going to have a spicy anhaco soup. Now, I really enjoyed the, the Encanto Cocina last year, so I'll probably will be hitting it back up again this year as well. And of course, the funnel cake stand over by American Adventure will feature some sort of specialty funnel cake. Sure. <laughs> Whether it be strawberry or cherry or... Right. You never it know what this It may be big, one. it may be little, but it'll be special. It will it be will special. Be. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm excited. The nice thing, like we said, is this is a festival that we always get to go to. Yeah. Just because, yeah. you know, our agencies both have trading during this time. So it's nice to look forward to that one. And of course, all of the interactive, um, the pictures where you get to step into the actual picture. That's those are fun. really neat. I really like doing those too. I do too. So fun. Good deal. Well, and we will break down the full menu once uh, Disney puts that out. Yeah, absolutely. This one always creeps up as a, a close, very close second to food and wine. I agree. Are you hungry for more of the Happiest Plate on Earth podcast? We have several menu items you might enjoy. Join our Facebook group, The Happy Platers. Check out our Instagram at Happiest Plate on Earth. And finally, you can savor all things from our podcast at happiestplate.com. And reservations are always open for you to join us next time by subscribing to our podcast that can be found on multiple platforms. And as Remy says, this much I know, if you are what you eat. Then I only want to eat the good stuff. Thank you very much for joining us today. It is always a pleasure having you dine with us. Happiest Plate on Earth is delivered to you directly from the podcast oven by your talented culinary agents, Christy, Wendy, and Ryan, each one a Disney vacation specialist, offering free concierge-level service, where every vacation is customized to you and your style of travel. If you're looking to create some magical memories at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney, please reach out by visiting happiestplate.com and clicking on free quote. If you can dream it, you can do it. And always remember that this whole thing was started by a mouse.